Hey you guys, this is episode number 40. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into the story. This one takes I fucked up already. <laughs> this one is about Robert R. Courtney. Robert Ray Courtney was a once respected pharmacist. He was a former owner. Yep president he was a president president of his company oh i was like holy shit i don't remember his name <laughs> um and chief excuse of what, what? <laughs> chief executive there you go thank you because i would have never got it uh courtney pharmacy and company he diluted chemotherapy drugs for thousands of cancer patients for money. He admitted to diluting over 98,000 prescription drugs. Wow, dude. Um, some patients only received 1% of the chemo dose that they were prescribed. Wow. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. When did this take place? I forget the year. I know it took place in the 2000s. I'm just, I can't remember. Um, some patients, oh, are you read that, sorry, a doctor's office in a pharmaceutical, uh, senior executive, <laughs> thank you, became concerned that patients weren't receiving their full dose. This concern would lead to an investigation that would bring down Robert Courtney. What started the concern was that 70-year-old Pat Withers yes. went to an oncologist, Dr. Verda yes. Hunter, uh, to remove a tumor from her uterus. Dr. Hunter would use Robert's pharmacy. He was, he was the one who physically mixed the compounds together for the patient's treatments. Uh, when Pat started her treatment, she was surprised that she didn't feel sick. Three weeks into her treatment, she was experiencing well, exper experiencing uh, no side effects or no hair loss. Pat and her family learned her cancer was not responding to the drugs and that the cancer spread throughout her body, affecting her colon and liver. Because at this point, they think that you know, no one's anticipating that the drugs you're receiving isn't what it is. Because she w was... So, like, everybody, even including her, they thought what she was, she was being prescribed, prescribed, that's what was trying to fix her. So they never thought in a million years what like, they were getting was not Yeah, so her. they're thinking, like, it's 100% supposed to... What do they like, call them? Death angels? Dark angels? He, he, wasn't, an, he wasn't an angel of... That's to say he was just greedy because um it's the, sick yeah because you know the family didn't understand like oh you know they were like oh it's not the treatment isn't working for her but in reality she didn't have enough of it to treat her cancer and it's sick yeah coming from people like my a lot of my family members died from freaking cancer and radiation and all that that's sick People who can live like that on that, ugh, you're disgusting, bro. Um, the 
because Pat wasn't experiencing any of the normal side effects, Dr. Hunter stopped and a pharmaceutical senior executive <laughs> cell specialist Daryl, yes, Ashley, um, were concerned. Daryl Ashley or Daryl and Ashley? No, Daryl Ashley is okay. his name. Ashley is his last name. Okay. Um, Daryl Ashley uh, was concerned if the patients were getting their full dose. Daryl looked into the report and found that Robert was buying fewer drugs than the amount that he was selling to the doctors. Daryl found out that Robert was selling one drug for $20 less than the pharma pharmaceutical there you go. Sorry. price. price. Um, Daryl thought it didn't make any sense because he would be losing hundreds of dollars per patient. Um, the money lack of drugs, toxicity, yeah. and lack of volume, that's when Daryl suspected Robert might be diluting the chemo treatment. Daryl talked with Dr. Hunter about his concerns of Robert. So Dr. Robert took his sample of the prescription provided. No, Dr. Hunter. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Dr. Robert. Oh, my bad. Um, so Dr. Hunter took the sample of the prescription provided by Robert's pharmacy and sent it out to be tested. On June 12, 2001, the results showed this sample had only 30% of potency <laughs> Dr. Hunter had ordered for her patient. <laughs> Dr. Hunter immediately dropped Robert and filed her prescriptions from another pharmacy. Or filled, I'm sorry, her prescriptions from another pharmacy. Uh, she contacted the FBI about the discovery, and in July, they opened an investigation alongside the FDA. Seven samples were collected and tested. They were discovered. They they would discover the prescriptions contained 17 to 39 percent of the required medication. The FDA investigator, the FDA investigator Stephen Holt said, "This wasn't just a typical prescription that was that a pharmacist was shorting to make a profit." This was actually affecting people's lives. Yes, I totally freaking agree. Um, they found they they found he made around nine million dollars. Nineteen million. Oh shit, nineteen million for diluting the prescriptions. You're sick. You're sick. Yeah, he was. These people died for what? Because of you. Because you you wanted to think. A string operation was created to prove Robert was the one diluting the prescriptions. So Dr. Hunter ordered chemo infusion bags from Robert. I'm sorry, I keep laughing, guys. Our our kitten that we have, he, he's like hella hella bad. Like, <laughs> like, like he just started it. He's on counters, he's on shelves, he's on AC units, he's attacking people. Like, I don't, I don't know. He's crazy, man, he's crazy. Um, so, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to repeat this. So, Dr. Hunter 
ordered chemo infusion bags from Robert. Robert then prepared and brought the bags to her office or yeah, to her office himself. After Robert dropped off the IV bags to the nurse, the nurse brought it. Oh, okay. So she brought the IV bags to the agents. Yes. Okay, so they were setting him up at this point. Yes. Okay, okay. Because they had to make sure that Robert was the one that was actually doing it, mixing, so they... mixing it together and stuff like that. Cool. Okay. Who is this? Dr. Hunter? I like her. Um, the test results showed one sample of I think it's called Toxol, but I may be correct. I mean, I may be incorrect. Um, which had 20, 20% of the drugs, one bag of Gemzar that had 24%, and a different bag of Gemzar, was that how you said? Yeah. Had 0% in it. Like, wow, that's fucked like... up. Like, he put nothing in that one. Or again. It's it's disgusting. But there there's literally no other word for people who who do things yeah. like this. Luckily like, like Dr. Hunter, like she's one that actually generally cares about her people. And And you don't find them like that. You don't even nowadays look how many times I switch my kids' doctors because yeah. I had a doctor tell me my daughter didn't have asthma and we were both literally hearing her wheeze. We're like, really? <laughs> they don't care. It's just money. August 13, 2001. They, there was a search warrant issue for his pharmacy and the pharmacy was shut down. Pat's son took her to the pharmacy. Pat's son took her to the pharmacy where they found that it was closed. Her son was told to take her to the hospital. Was Pat? Pat is the one that started the whole the whole thing because she wasn't experiencing any symptoms. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And um, she was still using Robert's pharmacy because at this point they thought it was a good pharmacy. Oh, legit, yeah. yeah. Okay. Poor Pat. So her son took took her to the pharmacy to get her medication, yes. and they were told, "No, you need to take your mom to the hospital." Correct. So they just said like. You need to take her to the hospital, or they weren't like, listen, no, they he need... got shut down for false medication. They're things. trying, yeah, try to take her to the hospital because they, you know, they know she probably wasn't receiving her right medicine. Mm. Okay, because that would have been the number one for me. I'd be like, <laughs> within a few days of receiving treatment, there she began to lose her hair and feeling nausea. There you go, right there. The moment she started taking the right kind of medication, she started filling the treatment. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. She died in November 2001 from cancer. Yeah, they, we, it, it got to her too fast. It got her too bad because she was itched. Because of him. Yeah. We'll see. He should have been charged for her death. Um, August 2000. I'm sorry. August 23rd, 2001. Uh, Robert was... Indicted. Indicted. I thought I was just saying dictated. <laughs> um, by the federal grand jury for tampering with chemo medications. There you go. That's what he fucking got. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Because you you could have fucking saved that lady's life. You could have helped her and you waited till the last minute. Oh, so disgusting. 
December 5th, 2002, he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. He was required to pay a 25000 fine as well as... Wow. Whoa. I'm telling you. Okay. He was required to pay a $25,000 fine as well as a $10.4 million in rich restitution. There you go. Um, several patients died because they weren't... Oh, my God. This makes me so sad. <laughs> I don't like this story. Um, several patients died because they weren't given the prescribed strength over the time he was diluting the drugs, and it still goes on to this day, and it's disgusting. Um, in April... No. Well, no, not too many pharmacists purposely dilute drugs. There's just like a couple bad apples, but most of them. Are. I guess I'm thinking. Okay, I I'm thinking of him as being like a doctor prescribing this. Oh. I'm sorry, I got him mixed up with a doctor. I thought he, I didn't realize that he was actual pharmacist. Yeah, he's a pharmacist. But you got so many doctors. I guess that's where my anger is coming from is because there's so many doctors out there that don't take this shit serious when it's fucking serious. Pharmacists, there's not really too many pharmacists out there that shit's like, ah, let's fucking kill people. <laughs> Um, it's not funny. I'm sorry. Um, in April of 2020, he was died. Denied. <laughs> yeah, he died. <laughs> in April 2020, he was denied a motion for a sentence reduction. What? Why? He killed people. No, that's why he was denied. Oh. <laughs> he was asking for a sentence reduction, and they told him no. <laughs> what? <laughs> According to the motion, did I even? No, no you missed this. In, oh. July. in July 2020, he filed another motion asking for compassionate release to, from federal prison in Colorado. <laughs> I would have laughed in his face. According to the motion, Robert said that he suffered from hypertension, a stroke, three heart attacks, cancer, and eternal bleeding for two years, which required blood transfusions while in prison. Oh my like God. Um, exactly. How can you be like, hey, judges, help me because I'm dying of cancer and blood loss and this and that and this and that. But you literally didn't help the people that was literally dying from that when you had a chance to do it. Ugh. Um, in Kansas City, or the Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas uh, posted, a t posted on Twitter, fucking Twitter, on July 13, 2020. I can only imagine the difference between Dr. Robert Courtney and the thousands locked up for the drug offenses still serving full almost full sentences embarrassing courtney misled misled four thousand and six four thousand plus oh i'm sorry sick and dying cancer patients and profit profited, profited in the millions sad how many sad how humane we are only to some 
So basically, he you want him out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I don't know where I have his birthday. It's just disgusting, dude. How low life can you be? Um, Robert, Robert asked to be sent to the halfway house after petitioning for compassionate, compassionate release due to the ongoing pandemic. He was denied that the judge wrote on his decision to deny Robert of his early release was his sentence was different and his crimes were of the greater magnitude, magnitude. <laughs> than of the prisoners previously released underneath similar requests. The court also found that his medical conditions and age were not extraordinary and compelling enough reasons for his sentence to be reduced. And and they found that like only one person at the time in the prison he was had COVID. Um, the other ones, there was like six that had it, but they were all better. So he was like, no, you're, you're fine. There's not a, like a COVID outbreak in your so he was basically trying to get off because like half of them words i'm not gonna lie like i'm hella fucking slow like i was born a natural blonde and you know what don't judge me i don't even understand what half of that meant but i fucking read it Good job. so <laughs> so thank you so basically he was just basically trying to get out of this because of covid yeah so he was trying to say like he wanted to get on to, and a lot of people thought he was like this that's like a lot of articles that i saw like they were so concerned he was gonna get out and the judge was like no because no, no because your crimes were so bad like no you hurt so many people you're, you're not getting out i don't even know the judge's names but you know what kudos to you he or she because that's a sick fucking individual right there i'm sorry it is what it is we'll take a All right, this is our little crime stories, and this one takes place in Texas. Um, in 2019, two 18-year-olds were arrested after robbing four Waffle Houses all in one night. Wow! Yeah. I mean, Waffle House do be banking, especially on the weekends mm -hmm. when, you know, it's after that certain time. So they do be banking, but really? Um... <laughs> I do not encourage this. The cops weren't sure that they were targeting Waffle Houses other than the fact that they are open 24 hours a day. Clearly makes sense. Um, they were charged with aggravated robbery with a deadly weapon. Oh, so they had guns? Yeah. Oh, shit. Fucking up, Texas. Texas I know. Um... Philadelphia? Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Okay. You know, it's refreshment. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone like that turn upside down. <laughs> In September 2021, became pissed. Sorry. Became pissed that she told Chipotle's Oh my god, hold on. In September 2021, a woman became pissed that 
She was told Chipotle's was closed a little early. Is this me on my birthday weekend? <laughs> no, not with this lady does. Oh, okay. The restaurant was closing because the staffing because of staffing issues at the mall. Yeah, but we totally had like what is that? Denny's Waffle House? What did we it was Denny's. Yeah, we had that episode on my fucking birthday once. I go across town. Cause who expects a Denny's? Who expects a Denny's to be closed? Just so they can go out there and smoke a blunt. I ain't stupid. Um, the woman then. Oh my god, it's not that serious. A woman then pulled a gun out of her purse, demanding to speak to the manager. Not me. <laughs> Kidding, I would not pull out a gun. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> One employee made her order an effect of making in an her, effort. Oh, in an effort to make her leave afterwards. She pulled out a gun again, saying, Somebody give me somebody better give me my food. She then grabbed her mail and left. At, that, at this point, they didn't know who she was. Yeah, because this is recent. So they don't know. They don't know who, like, they're actually Listen, still trying to get her identifier. Don't so. fuck with no fooling with her when it comes to her food. Yeah, because they said, like, they were still taking online orders, but coming up, you couldn't, like, order because they were, like, short staffed. And she just, like, flipped her shit. I mean, I can't say anything because. I mean, you're gonna get mad, but you're gonna pull out a gun over it. No, I mean, I showed my ass over the last weekend for my birthday about some fucking steak, but I never pulled a gun out or a knife or anything else. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. I'd rather just go to the next place and spend money. Yeah. Because, but you're not worth it, and your restaurant's not worth it. But at the same time, like if 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 the waiter was like or waitress whatever was like, listen, we're on your staff. I wouldn't understand at that point, you know what I mean? Because I've been through yeah. different restaurants, fast food, whatever, and they're like, oh, we're understaffed, please understand that it's all good. I'm not mad. But if you just literally shut up, ignore me, and walk away when you say you're ready to order, bitch, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> just kidding. Not really, but not to pull out a gun. All right, so this is episode 40. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.